Welcome to Intuition Speaks, a podcast about learning how to lean in and develop your intuitive gifts so that you can understand the messages that you've been receiving from the universe. I am Akashic Shamanic Healer, Tia Marie. My hope is that this podcast will help to uplift and inspire you on your inner path and journey to a more aligned life filled with joy. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Intuition Speaks. I am so excited to have you guys here with me. This week's episode is all about how you can use the Akashic Records. And my mind is a little intimidated by this topic just because I understand the complete expansiveness of the Akashic Records and how the uses of it is ultimately completely limitless. So let's just get into it and see what comes through. I want to say first of all that when you start working for the Akashic Records you should definitely be using them for yourself but obviously this can expand beyond that but when you are getting to know the records it's really important to get to know your own records so you can understand how you receive from them what you receive from them and what you can do within your own records because this will then help you with doing the same things for other people's records as well. It's important to note that everybody has different gifts, different ways they receive, so the way that I receive may not necessarily be the same as how you receive and that is okay. I have been working on my intuitive gifts for years and years and years now, so this is something that I really dabble in consistently and almost on a daily basis even now. So don't get frustrated with yourself. Please just remember that this is a practice and you need to practice it in order to get better. So. You can use this as a Q&A sort of consulting. You can definitely do readings for yourself, for friends and clients um, once you get comfortable and in that realm if that is something that is of interest for you. Just because you read the Akashic Records doesn't mean that automatically it is meant for you to have an Akashic Records business. There are a lot of things that I do that I don't apply to my business. So they're all part of the energetic tool belt that will ultimately help you in the long run. So it's important to note that. So you can use it to consult with, and this might look like getting imagery about what a option that you choose or an action that you choose could look like in the future um, if you were to choose it or it could look like kind of having a conversation with guides, masters, teachers, loved ones, higher selves, whoever it is you are choosing to connect with in the Akashic Records. Um, 
So you could set yourself up for like a little Q&A interview if that's what you are interested in finding out. Uh, answers to specific questions you've been having. I like to collect all of my questions at the beginning before I enter the records and then I ask them and then I always have new questions come up based on the answers. So I always recommend to have like a baseline to start from and then, you know, create new questions to help get you a better understanding and dig a little bit deeper into why you got the answers you got and obviously like this is not the only way you know you can access things through the records you can also go into the records with the intention of seeing or knowing more about a past life and how it is showing up for you in a current life. So a lot of people spend and focus a lot of time in the Akashic records around past lives. Uh, I'm not someone who really spends a lot of time on past life work. When I first started going in the records, I did ask about past lives but the answers have been a little bit murky around that and I've noticed during healing sessions with other people that I'm receiving past life information much better than when I go in my own records and I think that there's just that facilitation that I, I personally need more of an outside help to get that clarity and understanding of what I need to know about those past lives. You can also work with different energies to help you with manifestation. It's literally like you can just go into the records, you can ask about manifestation, like what the best things could be for you to manifest, or if you have an idea, you can go into the records and journal as if it's already occurring or has occurred for you. Uh, I like to use the Akashic Records to manifest what my soul's true desires are, so I will open the records, and then I will literally like set the intention for manifesting, and I will allow whatever needs to flow out of my pen onto the paper, and without my ego guiding what I want those manifestations to look like, so that I can know for sure that I'm just tapping into what my soul is desiring at the time. You can use the Akashic Records for tapping into and strengthening your connection with different tools. I like to use oracle cards. You can use scurrying with like um, crystals or black mirrors. You can use it with pendulums and you can do pendulum work in the Akashic Records. You can also use energy healing, which I'll get into a little bit more detailed in a minute, but you can work with crystals in the Akashic Records. So basically like anything that you can imagine to use for divination, runes, whatever, bones, or, you know, um, I'm really into those charm readings. I think they're really cute. You can use the Akashic Records to strengthen your understanding and channel the messages and the application here is literally limitless. It is completely up to you and what you desire to use for your energy tools 
and you literally just open the records and start using them. I was doing candle work in the Akashic Records, which was extremely powerful. Um, and I also regularly do emotion code or emotion releasing or energy releasing in the Akashic Records as well with the use of magnets or sometimes just intention or energy. And as I was mentioning, um, with energy healing, it's really, really cool to use Reiki in the Akashic Records. I feel like when I'm not in the Akashic Records, I don't necessarily feel myself channeling the Reiki as strong. And I don't know if it's just a psychological thing or if it's an actual thing, but whenever I have given people Reiki in the Akashic Records, the responses I get from that session are immensely different than when I just give plain Reiki at all. But if you remember, I talked about it in my previous episode that when you are using different tools, they are already linked to the Akashic Records, but with the intention of opening the records or being more connected deeply to the records, while you're using these tools, it opens up a greater scope and depth to how you understand and how you receive and how you use these tools. I really had no idea about doing candle ceremonies but i literally just opened the records and i started doing them and i received instructions and step by step on how to do each thing and what i needed to focus on next and what materials i needed all those things came to me through the akashic records just by setting the intention that this is what i wanted to do and these are the tools i wanted to work with and like okay show me how and with energy healing, I think it is absolutely amazing being that I am and was attuned to Reiki 1, 2, and Master Teacher level prior to really understanding um, my depth and work with energy in the Akashic Records. I also did some Kundalini, I believe it was Kundalini 1 and 2 level um, Reiki even prior to the Usai Reiki that I received um, and I have received other attunements since working in the Akashic Records from the Akashic Records themselves and not necessarily from another practitioner. Um, so that's been pretty exciting as well. Recently during a craniosacral and lymphatic session, I received attunements to Rainbow Reiki and uh, Golden Reiki during that session, not from the practitioner, but while I was in the records during it, she activated these channels that allowed that, that attunement to come through me, and I thought that was pretty amazing, <laughs> and I've been using both of those a lot in conjunction with... Um, Holy Fire Reiki, which one of my friends gave me the attunements for one and two for that as well. So being able to receive different attunements to different healing energies has been really interesting and amazing. And also being able to do just raw energy healing from the Akashic Records using the Akashic healing energies. So I'm telling you right now, like, 
you literally do not need any attunement to use akashic healing because that energy will come through you if you just set the intention to once you're in the records and another huge topic within healing is you can receive healing sessions so this is different than channeling the healing energy yourself you can literally go in and say like this is what is really you know going on with me or i need some help with this i usually set the intention to go into my akashic healing realm it's kind of like a little cozy room and i have healing spirits that work in there and they work on me sometimes i go in with an intention to heal something specific sometimes i don't sometimes i'm like i'm here for whatever energy upgrades whatever healing whatever removal or releasing that you are like prepared to give to me and some of these experiences have been phenomenally out of this world like i can't even begin to explain or describe them like the visualizations and the feelings and the sensations and like i'm literally just there laying there in meditation and all of this stuff is happening and i'm just there for the ride so you can not only give healing but also receive healing and a lot of people like to use the akashic records for clearing things from their records from either a past life or a future life or whatever is showing up in your current life that isn't in alignment with who you know you are or who you want to be and you can clear these records that keep you in stuck patterns and loops and I do this regularly as well. You can use the records for cord cutting. And I think this is really important because sometimes we forget that everyone we interact with on a physical or energetic level, we create these attachments and cords to them that go both ways some cords are more likely to pull energy away from you and other cords you are more likely to pull that energy into you from those people there is a reason why there are things called energy vampires because they are more aware of these connections that they're making with people and they're using them in a manipulative way to pull energy from them and this might look like just having compulsive thoughts negative feelings and emotions coming up consistently things of that nature that aren't normal within the scope of your like current mental health state it can feel like you're constantly being dragged down into the mud or just feeling low energy like someone's literally sucking the life out of you so you can use the akashic records to cut cords um this could be with people, places, jobs, things, anything that you can unintentionally give your energy to is a potential source of a cord. And I like to imagine when I'm cutting cords in the Akashic Records that I am tending to a garden and oftentimes you have weeds and you have vines that grow and they can suffocate the delicate balance of the, you know, 
the things that you do want to cultivate in your garden and you do want to grow. So I will imagine releasing or removing these things in my energetic garden that no longer serve me, which would be these attachments. And I call in all of my own attachments and I release the people that I... Of course, I do want to mention that in conjunction of reading the records for other people, you can do readings for other things as well as long as you have permissions to do so so you could do readings for animals as long as they are your pets oftentimes people do recommend that if you have a pet that you ask for their permission to go into their records if you work with animals intuitively you will know what this looks like you could ask them on an energetic level and ask their higher self or you can ask them in person and see how they respond to your energy and that will give you a yes or no for instance if you were to ask your dog if you could enter their akashic records and they come and they lay right next to you and that you pet them that could be a yes or if they walk away from you and ignore you that would be a no answer so in addition to animals and pets you can do readings for your own business or your own career you can do readings for a building that you own or an apartment that you rent. You could do readings for places outside in nature. You can do readings for plants and trees. You can do readings for a project that you're working on. So that would look like maybe something that you are working on artistically or you are writing or you are creating like an audio you can open the records for literally anything that you plan to work on or create and in addition to receiving information about how to go about doing the thing you can also just go into the records and ask for the surrendered flow to create it to flow through you as well which is something that I think is a really fun and important experience to do. I like to go into the Akashic Records when I am working on my podcast episodes. I like to go into the Akashic Records when I'm creating things for my business. I am like in the Akashic Records all the time in a creative flow just to allow things to come through that maybe my egoic mind would otherwise say no to or maybe say that's not for me. I kind of just allow things to flow to me and then that's how I know that I am meant to do the work because the energy is there to do it. In addition to all of those things, I know the list keeps on coming and coming and coming, right? So another way I've been experimenting in the Akashic Records has been to open the records of my physical body and ask my body questions. I know that sounds really interesting and really weird, but it's something that I've found to be a real comfort and joy in doing. I think that when I open the records... I get a completely new perspective on a lot of things and getting a deeper, more attuned connection to my body has been something that I've been really working on for a long time as somebody who has body dysmorphia and I think it's really important to establish a good baseline connection to your body because that's how you know 
the information that you're receiving is coming from sources that are outside of your egoic mind because our bodies are our receptors they are the things that are receiving all the intuitive information and being able to connect to where those things are coming in is going to make it so much easier for you to trust what you are receiving is actually coming from an intuitive place instead of just from an ego story and I have been working on changing things in the records for my physical body. I've been working on altering DNA and releasing things and it's been a really interesting process. I'm not entirely like at the end point of my complete understanding of what you can do with this, but I know when I go for walks and I open the Akashic records, for my body, the complete amount of euphoria I feel and the way the world looks so differently is enough for me to be excited to keep going into the records over and over and over again. <laughs> and let's see, I covered a lot of ways to use the Akashic records thus far. I am not entirely sure if there are any other ways you could possibly use the records, but I'm sure it's expansive. Oh, yeah. Silly me. You could be receiving downloads. So what downloads are, are like little nuggets of information that you don't unpack immediately. So I know that's a lot. It's like when you take a file from the internet that's too big to read and you download it in a smaller file on your computer and then later you double click on it and it unpacks all the files that were inside this one little file so that's what a download looks like you know from a different perspective energetically it's a little bite-sized nugget that comes down into your energy being and then it unpacks itself and it does so in a way that's kind of slow so that your understanding of it doesn't become completely overwhelmed so you can uh, receive downloads, you can receive energy upgrades, oh, you can do so many things. I'm like a little overwhelmed right now just explaining this, but as you can imagine, like the limit to this is completely up to the limit of your own imagination. I do want to make a note that what you'll be allowed to do in the Akashic Records also has a lot to do with your intentions. I have been locked out of changing things. Like, they, the way they tell me, they're like, okay, well, this is a read-only file. You cannot update. You cannot change. You cannot alter this. This is read-only. So there's a lot of, like, quote-unquote public information in the Akashic Records that anyone can access, but you do not have access to altering it or changing it in any way. Um, so intention is really important, like the reasoning behind it. There's just so many firewalls in place to prevent it from being used in a bad way. I also think if you don't have a good intention for entering the records, you won't be able to access it anyways. And that's not to say that if you're struggling with accessing the Akashic records that you have a bad intention or something like that. It's just another thing to keep in mind that it's really not meant for like third-party spying on other people and things of that nature. It's really about 
the self and really self-discovery, self-expansion, self-awareness, self, uh, you know, reimagining and realignment. And with that, I'm going to pull a couple cards and see what the Akashic Records want us to know about using the Akashic Records. All right, guys, I have my cards here. So the first two I pulled were Smile and Cosmic Blueprint. And I think this is all about just creating more joy in your life and finding ways to be in alignment with a life that really feels worth living. And honestly, I feel like if you're going into the records with this intention every time, you're not going to be led astray. You're definitely going to have a better time accessing what you are hoping to access and you're definitely going to have to use a little bit of surrendered discretion in doing that. So it's all about allowing and sort of being guided on this path and this journey without really resisting too much the urge to control the outcomes and also about the cosmic blueprint is all about how this is like the energetic layouts of how everything works and having access to that is really amazing because it shows you how you become a creator in your own life the next two cards I received were about freedom and commitment, which is ironic because you would think that if you had freedom, you wouldn't have that constraint of commitment, but this is mostly about being able to choose your own journey in the Akashic Records and being able to use them in a way that fits your life and fits what you want to get out of them. And also, the commitment portion of this is more just commit to a practice for yourself. If this is something that you really want to do, it's important that you are doing regular check-ins. You don't necessarily need to go into the Akashic Records every day to be able to use them, but at least on a weekly basis, checking in regularly to see where you are at is really important, and it helps to establish a really good connection with yourself and with the records and the energies that you choose to work with inside the records. It helps you develop your skill in your craft. They also, the next cards I pulled was Spiritual Awakening. So maybe this was a little bit too much of an obvious one and that's why I missed it. But yes, this is a great tool for helping you on your spiritual awakening journey. It's definitely going to lead you down the path step by step to exactly where you need to be and where you're meant to be. Sometimes I get a little frustrated, but I think it's just the nature of me being a 1-3 and they definitely follow that energetic plan for me through that patterning of trial and error. Everything that they've led me down through though has been for my benefit and I do appreciate it because now I have like a million intuitive tools at my disposal to help me on this journey, but it has definitely expanded and awoken me in such deep ways that all of this other work that I've been doing has never been able to do. And with dreams, I forgot. I have been known to open the records right before falling asleep and this can help you with lucid dreaming and doing work in the ethers like astral projection and stuff like that. You can do all of that in the Akashic Records as well. It is a lot of fun. I feel a lot safer when I'm doing that in the Akashic Records versus trying to astral project on my own 
without that sort of barrier to help me and keep me safe. And the last two cards I received about how to use the Akashic Records. The first one is about structure, and this can just help to create new patterns, uh, new rituals, new ways of expressing your spirituality. It can kind of help center you and keep you on a path. Some people need a lot of structure. I am one of those people and using the Akashic Records is one of the ways that helps keep me moving forward on my path. And then the final one is about decisions. So as I mentioned previously, being able to look into the Akashic Records and see all the sides of what the possibilities and potentials are of a situation is always extremely helpful. I like to see what the best options are as well as what other options might be in case I don't feel like listening to my guidance. <laughs> it's always helpful to know what kind of trouble you're getting yourself into. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Next week's episode is the December Records lessons and energy forecast and i hope that you will stay tuned for that one as well and then we will continue on the week afterwards with how to troubleshoot in the records if we're having a difficult time with receiving information and ways that you can help work with your ego instead of against it thank you guys for listening and i will see you again next time
Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode of Intuition Speaks. If you love what I do, consider supporting me on Patreon. Over there, I have an amazing, extensive Akashic Healing Library full of audios with healing intention and beautiful meditation music. Or if you would like an Akashic reading, please make sure you find my links in the show notes. If you like this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss out on another one. And be sure to share it with someone who would enjoy this podcast. Thank you again and until next time.